Hello there, and welcome to the CCU Viewed Podcast. My name is Jonathan Kerr, and today I will be discussing the Sino Esports Club at CCU. First, let's begin with the history of video games. Although video games are popularized by having a console in your home, video games actually got their start in laboratories. In fact, video games have been around since the early 1960s. One of the first video games were created at a university, as according to History.com, In 1962, Steve Russell at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology invented Space War, a computer-based space combat video game for the PDP-1, then a cutting-edge computer mostly found at universities. Although many people assume that the consoles like the Atari were the first video games, this quote reveals that video games were being created years before the first arcade. The world of esports, however, is a relatively new area of competition. Esports consists of many different games, some with even thousands of people watching tournaments. The first esport competition that was recorded was during October of 1972 at Stanford University, where students played for a subscription to the Rolling Stones magazine over the game of Space War. Recently, many games have started to create large prize pools ranging all the way up to $24.6 million for the winning team of the 2017 Dota 2 International Tournament. This really helps support the fact that esports have taken off tremendously in recent years and will continue to grow. When compared to the industry giants, however, such as the MLB and NHL, where millions of people are following a single team, esports, especially in colleges such as CCU, are much more casual but can still be as intense as watching the last few seconds of the NHL playoffs. For example, the Smash Bros. tournament held every Friday in the game room at Live Jackson Student Union can become very intense as more and more contestants get eliminated. This is especially true when the last two contestants are left in a bracket and it's coming down to the last fight between them and they each only have one life left. Esports originally started as small tournaments and competitions within friends and small organizations. Many original games, such as Pac-Man and Tetris, had relatively large tournaments for how many points each player could get. Since then, games such as League of Legends and Counter-Strike have grown in popularity and have tournaments where tens of thousands of people fill a stadium just to watch a tournament. Esports' CCU does not have that large of a following, and it's on a much smaller scale. On the other hand, the Sino Esports Club does have an official Discord that it uses to organize events and for club members to socialize and get to know one another. Besides the tournaments held on Friday, there are club members that go out and represent our school in off-campus competitions in games such as Street Fighter, where multiple colleges are competing against each other for prizes. The club also has people that stream games on Twitch or Mixer, which are streaming sites where you can watch a person play a game and you can interact with them through chatting, and some streamers may even let the viewers join their game. The club will also stream its own tournaments, such as the one held on Fridays, and have people called casters narrate the game, similar to watching a game on the television and listening to the two people who are constantly talking in the background about the game. In addition to streaming, the club will post replays and highlights of past tournaments on the club's YouTube channel, where anybody can find the club and watch the tournaments. Finally, although the group is small, it has gradually grown and is hoping to join more large official tournaments to represent CCU and get a more substantial following. Personally, I have been playing video games since I was a kid. I remember the day I got my first console, which was the PlayStation 2. I also remember the many times I invited friends over and we played games, specifically the original Star Wars Battlefront games, until the sun came up. When I got older, I also did a few tournaments with friends that I played with. In fact, one of the tournaments was held in my high school band room on the last few days of school. Video games have been an important part of my life since I could remember, and they have been a significant part of shaping who I am as a person. I originally found out about video games through my older brother, who had built me a basic, compact computer, and had given me the original Age of Empires 2, which released in 1999. 
Age of Empires 2 is known as an RTS, or a real-time strategy game, where you take control of an ancient civilization. You have to create villagers to gather supplies such as food, wood, and gold, and at the same time, you have to build up an army to defend yourself from other players. It is still one of my favorite games to play, and I have bought both the HD edition and definitive editions of the games, which remade the game to look more polished and has introduced many quality of life improvements to take away some of the unnecessary micromanagement needed, such as automatic farm reseeding so whenever you come back from a battle your villagers aren't just standing around in dead dried up farms, or being able to select your army without selecting your villagers when they're all standing around in the same area. I believe that if it were not for my older brother introducing me to that game, I would not have found out about video games as early as I did. Recently, I have taken an interest in esports, which is a much more competitive side of video games. One of the games I've started to play that has begun to gain a large esports following is Rocket League, where players take control of cars and play a version of car soccer, where you have to knock the ball into the opposing player's goal. I have even watched a few online tournaments that have been held during the quarantine, and there's quite a big difference in the skill level, strategy, and speed of play. Although I am not joining a professional team anytime soon, it is still fun to watch people who are professionals at the game pull off tricks that are ridiculously complex. Esports have even been requested at the Olympics, but the IOC has refused because they are considered too violent. The authors of this article from the website The Conversation present the issue about how the IOC would not allow esports to participate in the Olympics, but includes violent contact sports such as boxing. The authors state that, rather than pitting one against the other, however, let's consider the message around violence and aggression that sports collectively give children and young people, and devise strategies to lessen their impact. Although the authors have this stance, they do recognize that each side has its own flaws. For example, they say that some violent video games dehumanize opponents and have a distorted portrayal of consequences. On the other hand, they say that watching a real boxing match or taekwondo fight, two sports that allow acts that would be deemed illegal if they were committed on the street, would have the same effect on a child. Although these are good points, violent video games have not been scientifically proven to cause violent behavior, as according to an article in Psychology Today, they interviewed a group of parents and found out that teens who played violent video games many hours per week did not act more aggressively than those who played peaceful games or no games at all. Esports such as the one played at CCU Esports Club should not be considered as violent as sports such as football and boxing, and should also be able to be in the Olympics. I give the CCU Esports Club... Four out of five stars.